joining me in the room podcast to talk about his huge fight happening for Combat Zone 79. Dana White looking for a fight is Brendan, the kid, Marat. What's up, my man? It's been a while since we uh since we spoke, man. How's everything going? Good, good. Uh, thanks for having me on, man. It's great. Everything's going good. Um, like you said, it's been a while. Uh, haven't fought, I think, about two years now. But um, we're back in it. The action's good. Uh, but really, just been working. I have a couple cafes with my wife. I had a kid, and uh, but still training. Training good. Um, you know, getting better all the time. Just kind of working and training, just getting better. But now we're ready to get back in, uh, you know, the spotlight. Excellent. Well, you know, in these two years that you've been away from the cage, have you been, uh, you know, consistently training, um, you know, getting all your tools ready? Yeah, yeah, consistently training. Nothing fight camp re going, but, like, you know, continuing to work my wrestling, continuing to work my striking, um, grappling all around. Just, just took some time to just learn, you know, and be out of a fight camp where it's just, like, bang heads, bang heads. Uh, just took some time off, did the business thing, have my family, uh, raising my son, and just getting better. Well, congratulations on that. You mentioned the wife. When I seen you last at uh, Combat Zone when you fought Dan Dubuque, and we'll talk about that. Um, I believe she was your fiance then. You didn't have a child yet. And I'm not sure if you had just started the business or you were, you know, getting ready to. But, man, let's talk about those things. Wife child and a couple of businesses going right now man so you've been busy out of the cage yeah yeah definitely out of the cage it, it's been no lack of business uh but yeah last time we talked samantha was my fiance now we're married um i have a son who's going on two years old uh and we have our third location our cafe uh so between all of that life's busy it's good, man. I'm enjoying it. But it definitely kept me busy. I wasn't slacking off these two years. In between running all the businesses, I was still training, getting better. Well, let's talk about that training. And, you know, it's been a little while, man. As far as MMA and since you've been away, what has changed in your eyes? I know you've still been watching. You have a lot of teammates that have been, you know, in the UFC, back here, and fighting on this card with you. But, man, in your eyes, what has changed in MMA since you've been gone? Uh, not not too much as far as, you know, there's still a bunch of guys um, that are always hungry to fight. Uh, sitting back and watching for the past two years, just training, uh, it was cool to see a lot of these amateurs turn into pros, and now they're the new up-and-comers, and, you know, see a lot of prospects come in and out. But as far as change, not too much. Um, there's definitely, I feel like there's a, a bigger influx of fighters in New England, which is cool to see. Um, I feel like it's kind of blown up a little bit more, but it's been cool just to sit back and watch these guys, watch the Ambies turn into amateur champions, turn into pros, and now they're the New England's new, you know, the New England's new prospects and stuff like that. So it's it's been cool to sit back and watch. Well, before we get to Combat 79 and your opponent, your last fight was at Combat Zone, Combat Zone 73, where you had a late notice opponent in Dan Dubuque, who is now the CES featherweight champion man as far as that fight it was a while ago man but coming out of that fight how'd you feel about yourself yeah it felt good it, it definitely wasn't my best performance and not not knocking anything on dan anything whatsoever that guy's an absolute animal i, I still talk to text him not text him comment on his stuff comments on mine um 
But as far as what people got to see in there, uh, something I never released. I, I was in that fight with like a respiratory infection, whatever. The, it was it was rough to breathe, and like I said, I'm taking nothing from Dan. But as far as what people can expect me coming into this next fight, you know, if anyone my opponents want to study my last fight with Dan Dubuque, I, you can think I'm that good. I'm, I'm definitely levels above that. But um, it was good. I'm excited to get back in there. I'm happy my last fight was a three-round, uh, you know, barn burner because after a couple years layoff, it's better to have a few rounds in there than, you know, get in and out real quick. I, I, I don't believe in cage rust, but I think it was better to have that three-round war if you're going to have a layoff rather than just get in and get out. Well, as far as this fight coming up on the 15th, were you thinking of coming back before this fight or was this scheduled and, you know, everything is, is happening now just as you planned? Yeah, I almost fought a couple times about a year ago, maybe a little less, but it, we had, I think it was two or three opponents that we had one, then we didn't. Then we had one, then we didn't. And then, like, I was like, all right, well, the next card, we have one, then we did. It was like, I wanted to be back a lot sooner, but when I was like, all right, let's get back to it, it was a solid few cards of just, you know, we have an opponent, now we don't. Now we do, now we don't. We're like, oh, my God. So I went like two camps back to back. And I was like, all right, let's just settle down a tiny bit. And now we got this. We were going to actually fight for Cage Titans. Um, but then we got, you know, so basically we, we the Dana White show. And then it like kind of wasn't going to happen. Then it was. So we we're going to fight for Cage Titans. And then when we heard it was back on, you know, Mike Paul Bear was super nice, you know, no contract signing. He's like, yeah, I totally get it. I understand. So that's how we jumped right back in the combat zone. And, uh, yeah, we got Dion Rubio thrown at us, and absolutely. Axel, before we get to Dion, because that's a huge, huge fight, two prospects in New England going at it, which you don't see much of. But, you know, training, you are with the cartel. I know when you did start taking the time off, you were under Tyson. Uh, but now you're with a bunch of other guys in that camp with the uh, New England cartel, man. How's that training camp and seeing, you know, all these great, great fighters that you're getting work with? Yeah, it, it's definitely next level, um, and it, it's very humbling. Anyone that's good, you go in there, and everyone's good. So uh, I don't care how good you are. It's definitely a humbling experience. I've been uh, – they those guys opened their doors for me. I've been with them for about a month now. So the last four weeks of camp, um, you know, three days a week, it's good. It's a room full of killers. It's a room full of experienced guys. Tyson's a great coach, and then even the guys you're working with are just high level. You know, uh, you got Rob Font down there, Calvin Cater, you got Nick Fiore, Tom Pags, a, bu a bunch of tough guys down there. So in the environment's super good where everyone's pushing the, pushing the pace and grinding hard. But there's no there, – one thing I realized when we walk in there is, like, there's no ego. No one's going to get hurt. Everyone's there to better themselves and better each other, and it's just a great environment to be in. It's truly a professional environment. Excellent, man. As far as – you know, your game, what has, uh, you know, ha what has elevated from the kid back in, uh, you know, 2019, 2020 to this point coming up in a week? Just tightening up a lot of stuff and um, really getting rid of a lot of mistakes. Um, a lot of mistakes I made in my game, um, you know, before I wanted to add more skill sets, I got rid of a lot of things that I did that weren't that great. So leading into this, my wrestling is way better than it was. And even my last fight, I think I hit five for five takedowns, six for six. Um, my takedown defense, I really focused on like anti-wrestling. 
and uh, just a few basic takedowns and stuff. But my hands, before, um, you know, I have some TKOs, I have some KOs, but I was really headhunting, and I was just trying to drop, you know, these not really, like, two technical bombs on people's heads, where now um, I'm picking dudes up, um, I'm picking them apart, I'm picking my shots, I'm not just throwing, and I know I have power, but it was really a matter of just throwing and being like, oh, miss, miss, hit, connect, he drops. Um, my striking and boxing is... As far as striking-wise, boxing is definitely on another level. Um, you know, just the combinations I'm able to throw. I'm able to hunt people's heads with different volumes of punches, and my power's gone up way more intensely. So instead of closing the reins, throwing all these big overhand bombs and stuff, I'm picking dudes apart. Well, as far as this fight coming up, as I spoke, Dion Rubio, another prospect in New England, very successful fighter from the amateurs to the pros. Um, as far as this matchup, you mentioned Mike Polvere and fighting for Cage Titans. Was this the matchup was that was supposed to happen there, or was that a totally different matchup? It was a totally different matchup, yeah. All right, so here we are, Dion Rubio. How did this fight come about? Because as you know, I mean, you know, New England likes to pump up fighters and get them in, you know, up into the biggest stages. You don't, you rarely see two big prospects, young prospects as yourself and Dion going at it in New England. So this, this is something really, really special for the New England fans and the two camps involved. How did this fight come together? Was he the first name thrown at you? You know, how, how did it all come about? Yeah, like you said, we we, um, the, we first had a, we were putting a fight together with Cage Titans and then Combat Zone came out with the Dana White looking for a fight. So again, like you said, Mike Paul was super cool. He understood the situation and uh, he let us go and get matched on that card. I think me and Dion were actually like the first or second fight matched. And with the opportunity to fight on the Dana White show in front of him, I, I knew for sure whoever they gave to me first, I wasn't going to say no because everyone, a lot of dudes that want to get out on this card and it filled up pretty fast. So yeah, that was just the first name. Um, first or second name we were giving out of a few and Tyson hit me up. He's like, I think this is a good matchup. And I uh, took it to, um, you know, some of my coaches and talk to Tyson and we thought, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm ready to go no matter what. That was my mentality. Like the first name they give me, I'm taking it. But that's how it came too. And he is, uh, you know, he's a rising prospect, like you said. And that's who I want to fight in front of Dana. Um, I, I don't want to fight, um, you know, uh, a journeyman. I don't want to fight a scrub. I want to fight a guy who has a decent record. And, you know, it's just going to look that much better when, when I get the W in there. Well, as far as Dion, we know, you know, his jiu-jitsu game coming out of Triforce. He's shown some really good hands in that cage. He likes to stand if it, if it goes that way. Um, you know, what have you been looking at? Do you look at, la like, all his fights, his professional fights, or is it more of his last one? What, how do you go about, you know, scouting Dion and, and what your game plan? Yeah, I mean, I definitely skim anyone I fight. Whoever I fight, I'll skim their footage. But for him, mainly, I was looking at his last two to three fights. Anyone who I fight, I'm going to look at their last two to three because that's really who they are. Um, but, yeah, I study my guys extensively. Um, I like to know if they have any tells, if they mess up anywhere, if they're not safe anywhere. Um, you know, because it's just the more you know going in there, the better. So I've definitely studied him extensively. Now, as far as, you know, your tool set against his, where do you think you have the edge as far as, you know, you bringing it into the cage? Where do you think that, you you know, you have it over Dion? Yeah, like you said, he comes from Triforce, great gym. 
Um, those guys have, you know, they're all around. They're, they're all around good fighters, and their jiu-jitsu is really good. But when it comes to me versus Dion, I, I'm just the bigger brother in this situation. I have more experience. Um, I'm just ahead of them almost in anything. Um, honestly, I, I personally feel I'm ahead of them in everything, but where the leaps and bounds really make a difference is going to be the stand-up. Um, I can tell you right now, I'm light years ahead of him in stand-up. That is definitely, if he wants to stay there and start there, I mean, I'll start and finish it there. That's totally fine. I know he's a jiu-jitsu guy, but, you know, to get me down nowadays, it's super, super hard. And even if you do, I spring back up real quick. And another thing is, people really haven't seen out of me and what I have a skill set now is if it hits the ground, I can ride dudes on top hard. And, you know, I'm not just laying and praying like a wet blanket. I'm trying to drop elbows and bombs on your head the whole time. But definitely the stand-up. That, that's my realm. Uh, punching, kicks, Muay Thai, you name it. Uh, anything that go on the feet, he, he's in my waters when it comes to that. Well, Dane is going to be loving this fight, my friend. Uh, and so is New England. So is the fans. Let's talk about the fans. You fought, you know, most of your fights, or all your fights at Combat Zone NCES. You held a, a Combat Zone amateur title at one point. How does it feel getting back into that cage? Even though it is at the Encore now in a different place, but it still is the Combat Zone and, and Calvin's organization. How you feel about getting back in there and kind of near your home turf? Definitely. Coming back after a couple of years, it is definitely the best place I could have fought is Combat Zone. Um, you know, the way Calvin runs it, everyone's Rome runs it, it's the best. It's where I fought in the most. And when it comes to that cage and the canvas they have, everything, it's where I'm most comfortable. So ideally, fighting in front of Dana, coming back after a couple of years, it's the perfect venue. You know, combat zone and the cage. It, I feel most at home in there. Now, there's going to be a fight amongst yourself and the cartel. There's a ton of you pros fighting on this card, looking for that contract. I don't know how many Dana gives out, but, you know, speaking to other fighters, it's, it's if you don't get a contract there, you perform, but don't get a contract. It's not the end of the road. You have the contender series. You have so many things that Dana can offer you besides what he offers that night, man. Going into this card, you know, you got other training partners looking for that contract. What's what's in your mind here? Are you gonna win the contract? Is it is is that like the huge priority, or is it performing in front of Dana and you know you don't get the contract that night? You know he's got his eyes on you, and there could be other opportunities opening up with you. Yeah, I, I definitely believe he already has his eyes on me. A few years ago, before I took my first loss as a pro. Uh, I was already off the fight on Contender Series. Then we got, then we took the first loss, and then it was a call back like, hey, you know, he took his first loss. We can't have him on the whatever, whatever. Um, it's it's definitely my time. Um, like you said, there is a bunch of absolute animals on this card. Everyone is deserving of a contract. But to say I'm not the one gunning for it, and it's not mine, and I'm going to take it, you know, 100%. And these guys all have the same mentality. But... You know, that's how everyone should be. Everyone should want to better themselves and get that contract. So uh, my, in my heart, totally, I'm going to get in there, get the finish spectacularly, get a contract. That's what I've been envisioning the past few months. Um, you know, the con as far as I'm concerned, the contract's mine. Excellent, man. That's how everyone should feel. Everyone should want that contract, think they're the best, and get in there and do it. Otherwise, you know, why are you doing it? You know what I mean? Excellent, my man. Well, dude, uh, we haven't seen you in a while. Uh, from fight to fight, fighters are totally different. 
couple of years we haven't seen you so my god new england is very excited to see what the kid is bringing on the 15th as far as you know fan base and all that other stuff i'm sure you've added a lot of support but you know what are you looking at as far as fans and the crowd that's going to be supporting you on the 15th yeah i've always had a great fan base and they've even traveled when i fought in rhode island connecticut wherever i go they always come down um but in Manchester and then Boston, it, it, they're both in my backyard. Boston's right down the road. My fan base is huge. Half my fan base lives in Mass either way. So you're definitely going to see a bunch of absolute crazy, probably drunk, most of my family. <laughs> proud. And I love it. The fan base is incredible. They come down, they get loud, they get rowdy. And that's what you want to see in MMA shows. You know, it gets, it gets you hyped up. And I love the support that everyone brings down there for me. Excellent, my man. Well, you know, one more question and I'll let you give your shout outs, but my God, this is a great, great matchup, a real treat for New England. Uh, great matchmaking from Combat Zone and, and that whole crew there getting this on, man. But last question before shout outs, what do we see? What, what do we expect to see out of Brendan the Kid Marat at Combat Zone 79, March 15th? Yeah, definitely. I, you're just going to expect to see me coming out. Um, I want to keep this fight standing. If it goes to the ground, that's fine too. But what you're going to see is the same raw power in your face, aggressive style I have, with just a finer, finer, skilled in um, tool set. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going in there. I'm hunting his head, but it's more calculated than it's ever been. I'm going to go in there, do my work, and truthfully, there's nowhere in this fight where he can stop me. And I'm telling you, it's, it, I don't believe it goes past the second round. That, that's that's just the truth and you know i got a few days and i'll prove that to everyone excellent well welcome back my friend i can't wait to see what's in store on the 15th between you guys and the rest of the cartel and all the other opponents coming in amateurs everything great card special treat for new england last thing my friend shout out sponsors throw your business uh social media everything out there man and we'll see you in uh, under a week oh yeah man absolutely i got two big sponsors Pest End right here in Plasau. These guys are absolutely incredible. Um, any from pests to animals, these guys do it in the most humane, fast, professional way. And then Commonwealth Motors, these guys are two sponsors that supported me through this camp. These guys are awesome. But shout outs to Tyson Chartier, Top Game Management, uh, the New England Cartel for welcoming me in there this past month. My uh, coach is down in Haverhill Downtown Boxing. And just really, you know, shout out to Calvin for putting on this show. And uh, shout out to Uncle Dana for coming down here and giving us this opportunity. And uh, shout out to you, man, for giving me, you know, this spotlight right here. It's, a, it's awesome. I appreciate it. I've, and uh, about it, my man. I've been waiting for you to be come back, my friend, man. It's been a while. It's been a it's while. Been a <laughs> definitely excited. And I could go down the list of extensive words and everything, but I'm just the same gritty kid that wants to get in your face. I hit hard as hell but the tool set has just been sharpened tenfold. So I'm excited to put the skills on display for everyone and, you know, give the people a good show. That's what I always aim to go in there. At the end of the day, it's an entertainment sport, and I understand that. I want to get in there, hurt this guy as much as possible while entertaining people. So I'm excited to give everyone a show. Excellent. My man, social media, throw your business out there, throw whatever social media you have, and I'll let you get going. Absolutely, my man. Balance Cafe. We got one in Plastown, New Hampshire, Wyndham, New Hampshire, and Amherst, New Hampshire the best foods you can ever get on the fly. And social media is Kid Marat on both Instagram and Twitter. And you can get me on Brennan Marat on Facebook. 
Excellent, my man. Well, pleasure catching up with you, Brendan. We'll talk to you post-fight. I'm sure, you know, we might be talking about, or hope we're talking about, um, a debut for the UFC. And, uh, man, we'll definitely get a word after this fight and see what's next for you, my man. Sounds good, my man. Thank you. You have a great day, bro. See you in less than a week. Sounds good, brother. All right.